thoughts, views, and opinions you hear on this show are just that, my thoughts, my views, my opinions. So if you don't like them, disagree with them, or whatever the case may be, well, there's a simple solution to all that, and that's just stop listening. But if you care to partake in the conversation, sit back, turn it up, and enjoy the show. Yeah, that. Niggas in here, man. They out of sight. And what's fucked up about it, the motherfuckers from your own city or little town or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Them be the worst ones. The Yo Dad Podcast. Niggas in here, man, can't stand this shit, nigga, having nothing, nigga. I be eating free world steak and shrimp and shit like that, you know what I'm saying? Choking like a motherfucker got a bone in his throat on that sminoke. They can't stand it, you know? But, fuck them. Welcome back to another episode of the Yeah That Podcast. Boys Rock Slab. Shout out to my family down there in H-Town. I flip down the app, you know I'm looking tight. These jealous niggas looking at me and my car so shy. Thanks for listening. my life and want jack, but I see all through it. Never let y'all came from something. What's my nigga never do that? Who say he going through a thing when y'all ain't never You don't know what somebody's going through until you get to know that person. Wicked women using children to live on. Wanna hurt and try to hate, cause she know the thrill is gone. Say, man, I stopped smoking with haters back in 94. But niggas thinking that a sweet gon' get them through my dope. And niggas talk a lot of shit in a safe place. I know cause he can't look me out of eye when he in my face. Now, nigga, listen. Make sure you like, subscribe. I mean, nigga, I ride dirty every day, but still I shine so clean. Glitter and gleam ain't all what it look like. So I keep swinging out here, clanging, trying to live my life. It's the vibe we on, y'all. Sit back, tune in, let's go. And see these niggas in days go and come and for me just awake. I know I'm blessed. I grab my sis and split my sister with my thumb. Some of my sweets be tight, now some of my sweets be fucked. I don't even want to talk over this. All of my sweets gon' blow, so killer smoke gets sucked up. I looked up today and didn't fall prey to none of that pistol play. But who is to say tomorrow they won't be blasting this away? I'm buff as blips of hate. Still upset about the drama here at this time of year. I'm wiping away my dead homies, mama tears. She, but naturally, them fucking louds is always after me. So Sit back, I turn it up, and let's go. I'm let it ride out. Get that. I'm living dastardly. Must be all about survival. G, these niggas passing me. Streets just keep on getting live with me. They said there has to be another way, but I ain't feeling that. They tried to steal a lack. In my wig, they want to peel it back. But still, the fact remains it's all about the cane. Swing and bang. Peace to ESG and all the victims of the game. I'm i 
Welcome back to another episode of the Yeah That Podcast, hosted by yours truly, West Coast Robbie. How y'all doing out there? I'm, I'm doing well. I hope y'all are doing well. How was y'all's weekend? I hope y'all had a good weekend. My weekend was eventful, so I took off work to go out of town, but we'll get into that. Um, before we start, make sure you rate the podcast on whatever podcast platform you're listening to this on if you're on spotify give it the five stars if you're on itunes or uh, apple podcast make sure it's five stars leave a comment like it follow etc etc whatever podcast platform you're listening to this on make sure you do your due diligence and you help the homie out yeah that um last episode episode 58 we talked nba all-star weekend the shenanigans behind it, how terrible it was, as well as a few other things like dealing with Karen's, a real life Karen situation, the whole nine. So if you haven't listened to that, make sure you go back, listen to that on all podcast platforms. And we are here with episode 59. If you're new to the show, welcome for all my returning Listeners, my OGs, you already know what it is. I love y'all for it. Appreciate the support. Make sure you follow on all podcast platforms as well as on social media's platforms. Instagram at Yadat Podcast, TikTok at Yadat Podcast, X, aka Twitter, West Coast Homescore Rob, as well as YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash west coast rob i know i'm not up to date on there however the podcast the audio versions of the podcast upload to youtube and i know youtube is more video format we're getting there y'all trying to balance and trying to figure out the youtube schedule so my apologies for the lack of up-to-date content on youtube but we're gonna get there trust trust and believe that but here we are episode 59 um, thank y'all for tuning in. And like I said, make sure y'all follow on all social media platforms and podcast platforms. But how are y'all doing out there? I hope y'all are doing well. Hope you had a good weekend. Hope y'all got to relax or do whatever it is you needed to do. Reset from the prior week. My week or my weekend was busy, you know, so we have the, the work week. And then I roll right into a busy weekend because my daughter, uh, my gymnast daughter, had a gymnastics meet out of state so we had to go and we had to push down there so she could compete and do her thing we were in charleston south carolina and uh for those of you who have not been to charleston south carolina i recommend it it's one of the oldest cities in the united states one of the first uh first cities and it's very very historic beautiful city and uh, we were staying where we were staying, the hotel, we were like right in the middle of the of the t- city center or town center, whatever you want to call them nowadays. Our hotel was right in the smack dab middle of it. So it was it was prime location. Uh, we got there 
we left Thursday morning and we got there Thursday evening, checked into our room and got some dinner. And we had a we had to be there bright and early the next day on Friday morning to the gymnastics meet so my daughter can make the, the open stretch. Check-in was at 7.45, athlete check-in, and it was packed. You know, people all from surrounding states coming to compete. So we got there. We had to be there at 7.45 in the morning. So six-hour drive down to Charleston. Got some dinner. Got to chill, rest a little bit, eat for an early morning drive. The drive to the meet was about 20 minutes, 25 minutes. So it wasn't too far. We were right outside of Charleston. We were in a, a city called Mount Pleasant. Beautiful area, beautiful area. That whole Mount Pleasant, North Charleston area, so beautiful. Um, yeah, my so my daughter, you know, kids, you know, or people in general, when they're doing something for so long, a sport, a hobby, or whatever the case may be. I mean, you gotta, you gotta find that drive or that passion within you, and you gotta keep that. You know, what I mean, that passion you have when you start it, you gotta keep it as you go and you continue on for however long you're doing it. So, you know, my daughter, she's at the point right now to where she's been doing gymnastics since she was, uh, how old was she? Three three or four years old and she's so she's been doing it now for 10 years gymnastics for 10 years and I think right now she's at the point to where she told me that it's not it's not the same or she doesn't have that same passion for it that she did a few years ago so she's wanting to try new things new sports she's very into cheer um you know, she's going into high school, so she's going to cheer for the high school. Thinking about competitive cheer, maybe, maybe not. But now she and she also wants to venture into volleyball. She's very interested in volleyball. So, you know, being that parent, you I'm not teaching or saying or telling y'all how to parent or what to do as parents. But my recommendation or my little tidbit of advice is, you know, if a kid, if your kid or whatever, doesn't want to do a sport or whatever, listen to it. I mean, you just like you get burnt out working at the same place you work at or doing whatever it is you you do. Same goes for them. So she's at the point where she's not really loving gymnastics anymore. And it's a shame because she's number eight overall in the state. And it's just not fun for her anymore. So, you know, being that parent, being respectful and respecting her wishes and, you know, wanting the best for her. You know, we got to go with how she's feeling and what she's saying. So this will be her last season competing or or we'll see. You mean we'll see because this past meet in Charleston this, this past weekend, she she didn't have one of her best meets. However, it was there was a lot of controversy, controversy, excuse me, behind it. For example, her her best um, event is the floor. That's when they're bouncing around, running, doing the flips, etc. So we usually start with the floor, which I don't like because it's her best event. 
So it either can make or break her whole uh, day of competition, her, her whole competition. So I like to save it for last. I like it if if it could be last and she can knock that out, then I mean, it can help boost her score. So be it. But usually the past couple meets, her floor routine has been first. Her team has always gone first. So this past meet, it ended up being the last event. So she started on vault. That's where you run, you hit the you hit the springboard, you hit the little palm of horse or whatever, do a flip, etc. etc. So we started with that. Bars, beam, floor. So she was she was stoked about vault. Uh she kind of messed up on the landing. Still got a good score. She got a 9.1 or something, 9.2. And then from there, she went to bars, which she doesn't like, but she had that mentality like, oh, I hate bars. So bars, she didn't do too hot. She got an 8.9 or 8.8 or something like that. Then beam, she's pretty good on beam. She got, what did she get? A nine or an 8.7 or 8.8. So she wasn't too hot. So going into the floor routine, you know, she knew that's her strong suit. So she can go and go in and she knows that she can go in there and, and do her thing, help bring her overall score up. So, you know, I'm, I seen she was sitting as other teams are competing. They're waiting and she was on her phone. So I texted her and uh, I was like, hey, some Lululemon action. If we uh, after this, you kill this. I was like, kill the floor. She was like, oh, I'm going to. I was like, yeah, let's go. Let's go. That's what I'm talking about. Great mentality. Let's go. So, you know, me being that parent, every time she's, whatever she's doing, I'm flinching, I'm recording, and I'm just tense. So she's doing a floor routine. Murders it. Murders the floor routine. Kills it. Awaiting the score. 8.8. Everybody in that gym who was watching was like, what the fuck? Because you can hear people like, oh, hey, oh, wow. Da, da, da. And <clears throat> she's just naturally graceful out there. Powerful tumbler, flipping, just smooth, so smooth. And uh, we've had several people at several competitions just compliment her and how she is. Like, man, she's a gymnast. She's just, man, some girls do gymnastics and some girls are gymnasts and she's a gymnast we've had all those and she so one critique i give her is like when you're competing i mean be sassy i'm saying give that to i'm saying bring that swagger out there she did all that all that attitude she was all about it killed that killed that floor routine so that 8.8 we're like what the fuck was that about so you know, we've had issues with the coaching all season, uh, last season or whatever. So we spoke to one of the coaches and he was like, uh, I think she did one too many tumble or one too many, um, not tumbles. I forgot what he said, what it's called, but tumbling, it's a tumble. You're only allowed two tumbling passes. There it is, tumbling passes. And she did three. And I was like, come on, man. But the head coach, her head coach should have told her that because the head coach should have looked and seen what the requirements were for each event prior to the meet because every meet's different. 
So she ended up with an 8.8. Um, her tight homegirl, you know what I'm saying? Uh, she ended up getting a 9.4. They're in different classes. She ended up winning, winning the three out of the four events. And then um, qualifying for Sunday. So this was Friday. If you qualified for Sunday, if you uh, were top two in your events, you qualified for Sunday for the finals. So her homegirl qualified for Sunday. Um, my daughter did not due to, you know, not placing top two in the events or whatever. But <laughs> the floor routine really bothered us because her homegirl got a 9.4. She easily, my daughter, easily, as per one of the coaches, would have easily got a 9.5, 9.6. And during the award ceremony of that night, the highest score on the floor routine for her age group or level group was a 9.2. A 9.2. So that girl who got the 9.2 and the girl who came in second place was like a 9.1 something advanced to Sunday's finals. And it was just it was just crazy. It was just crazy. It was it was upsetting to see that. And I'm sorry you hear that fucking dog barking in the background. It's my dog upstairs barking. My wife's probably using a small appliance or some shit. So you hear the dog barking. If you hear the dog barking, my apologies for that shit. God damn it. It's like, shut up. Golly. But yeah, so my daughter was upset <laughs> on, on Saturday and uh, on Friday. So, uh, you know, we after that, we went to Lululemon anyway. Um, it was early, so we got to, we we ended, the meet ended around like 1-ish, 1.30-ish. So we had enough time for the girls to come home or come back to the rooms and, and change or whatever. So we went shopping, um, broke some bread at Lululemon, bath and body works. Uh, yeah. You already know. Enough said. Enough said. But oh my gosh, shut up, dog. My goodness. But uh, yeah. So Saturday came. My wife and I checked out early, or we checked out of the room early, and then we pushed back up, back another six hours back home. And so on the way home, we made a, a pit stop. So growing up, you know, I'm born and raised in California. Born and raised in California. And I had got in trouble when I was, or we were having, we were at a hard time in our lives in California. My mother, single mom, just got laid off. I was 15 and my sister was 11 or 14. I was 14 and she was 10, 15 and she was 11. And we had, uh, we were going through some hard times. So, Growing up, now my mother's Filipino. So growing up, you know, her sister, her only sibling in the United States, at one point lived in California, but her, my uncle, her, my mother's brother-in-law retired and he went back home to South Carolina. So my aunt and my cousins who I grew up, I grew up real close with, they all moved to South Carolina. We would talk to them. They moved to South Carolina when I was probably seven. We would talk to them a lot, but uh, never really saw them like that unless they came and visited once every few years when they drove to California. So 
we were in some hard times, uh, homeless, lightweight living in a car, bouncing house to house, staying with people. So uh, my mom, I was in, I was a sophomore in high school. My mom asked if, you know, since we're going through hard times, is she, she was like, do you want to get a job or do you want to move to South Carolina to live with your aunt and your cousins and stuff? And I was like, shit, my cousins? Hell yeah. My aunt, fuck it. Let's go. Let's fucking go. So we moved from South, from California to South Carolina. Talk about a fucking culture shock. I went from big city to country ass town that at the time had one, two, what, three stoplights type shit. One of them little country ass towns that you don't even know about. You have to, in order to to talk about the town, you got to name a, a more well-known town and say, oh yeah, we're 20 miles from that city type shit. So I, I moved there like midway through my sophomore year and then ended up graduating. So I graduated from South Carolina, another country ass town. And when I left there, I left there. It was it was hard when we got there too because we moved there with expected with the expectation that uh, we're gonna be fine and we're gonna be taken care of and you know family's gonna be there blah blah blah. But you know it was it was a polar opposite and uh, we went through some hard times there too. Brand new place on our own and it was crazy. It was uh it was so crazy that the first night we got there, I cried because I wanted to go back home. It was terrible. Was terrible, but uh, like I said, we went through some hard times there. We went, we we were living with my aunt and my uncle and my cousins, but it was too much because their house wasn't big enough for us, so we had to get out and do shit on our own. My mom got a job and then got laid off. We were in this little farmhouse, and then moved from this farmhouse and we lived in this country ass trailer that was owned by um by a man who lived across the street and the whole block we were on was just his family which they were they were good people they were good people um but yeah so we lived in this country ass trailer and like i said we we ran into some hard times we we had fallen out with my family with my aunts with my aunt and my cousins and my uncle and we were on our own out there so you know i was at the time sophomore it was like my end of my sophomore year junior year and i got a job and i was the the sole breadwinner of the household my mom had got laid off and you know being a filipino woman in a country ass town where it's just black and white folk where it's an issue if a black guy is dating a white girl vice versa that's the type of shit we were on i felt like we were like in olden times so it was kind of it was tough for her to get a job we didn't have a car when we did have a car we didn't we couldn't afford the payments or the car got taken back so i was a sole breadwinner working at a, at a kfc that i had to walk to to and from work at night when i got off and it, it was just it was uh it was hard times man making 515 an hour 515 an hour. I wasn't even full time. I was a student. So my paychecks every two weeks were like $210. And that $210 had to buy groceries, pay the light bill and the rent. And it didn't do it. But anywho, 
it was a uh, so on the way back from Charleston. You know, we're, we're pretty good now. I'm saying my kids, they'll never know what it's like to struggle because that's the whole point and the whole purpose of a parent is to prevent your kid from ever knowing what struggling is, especially if you had to struggle or you came up struggling, et cetera, et cetera. So your kid will never, ever struggle if that's your whole mindset, which that's mine and my wife's. My wife didn't have it as difficult as I did, but she had somewhat uh, difficult as well, upbringing as well. So, on the, I told my daughters like on the way up, I want y'all to see where me and your aunt lived. So, as we're driving up from Charleston back home, we stopped by the little town that we lived in, and I was like, oh, that's so we used to live in this house right here. They had added two car garage to it or whatever. So we hit we hit the corner, hit and uh, went down the street, went around the corner, and there you see the trailer. So we pull up, and there and I see this raggedy ass trailer, still raggedy, even more raggedy than what it was when we lived in that piece. And they're like, "You live there?" And I was like, "Yeah." So I drove down, drove around the block, hit the backside, and then uh, took a picture of the backside, showed them like we used to kick it on this stoop right here because. We lived in the trailer and at times we didn't have enough money for power to to pay the light bill. So we went summers without power, without air, uh, air conditioning and lights. And then we went winters at times without heat, lights and power. So in the summertime when it was hot, there was a big pecan tree in the back of it. And uh, when it was, the shade was was uh, covering that portion of the trailer, the back door, my mother, me, and my sister used to kick it on the back stoop back there because we didn't want to kick it in the front. Um, there was no porch. There was just steps, but we didn't want the the people who lived across the street to see us. In the back of the trailer, it was just like, it's an old, like, rundown factory or some shit. I forgot what was back there. So we used to kick it back there in the back in the shade the only way we can actually cool down because we didn't have any air conditioning so we would just sit back there in the shade and then just you know spend quality time me my sister and my mother just coking and joking and just bullshitting trying to cool off it was still hot we were in the shade it was still hot but we did what we had to do uh to make days pass until night came and then that's when it was actually cooler but we didn't have any lights so we just we would light candles and then uh, we would sit and just talk and joke and make each other laugh until it was time to go to sleep and then do it all over again. So I wanted my daughters to see the place where me, my sister, and my mother lived. And it's crazy because I posted, I took a picture of it and I posted it on Instagram. And I had so many people comment on the picture. They sent me or in my DMs. They're like, yo, what is this? What is that? Or this looks like it has a, a story behind it. So then I would tell them, I was like, yo, I used to live here. And then one of my homies was like, damn, you don't came a long way. I was like, yeah, I did. And then another homie was just like, oh, I'm eager to hear the story. So for those of you who listen to the pod, who've seen the story or seen the post, that's the story behind the trailer. 
that I posted on Instagram. That's I used to live there with no power in the summertime, just sweating our ass off, man. Sweating our fucking ass off. The only thing we had to like really cool us down was taking a shower because there was no heat in the summertime. So it was, it was just ice cold water in the hot ass fucking summer in a fucking tin can that we were just in there baking. And uh, that, that used to like just calm us down and we could take as long as we wanted to because we were we didn't have a water bill because we couldn't afford to pay it or our electric bill or whatever and then in the winter time though it was oof it was terrible because that same ice cold water in the summertime was ice cold in the winter time and having to take a shower in the winter time was fucking terrible um we had fallen out with my aunt like i said and we weren't gonna ask the people across the street or like the family um who lived on that whole block if we could take a shower in their fucking house because there was warm water so we did what we had to do you know we had to take real quick fucking cold showers and i i guess that's like nowadays that's why i don't mind taking cold showers or why i do the cold shower one because it's beneficial to your health look it up and secondly is because i had to for a uh good amount of time and when we did reconcile with my family members there were times where we had to walk or we walked to my aunt's house which was probably up the block up the, up the street down the block probably a good 20 25 minute walk in the winter just to take a, a shower with uh warm water or hot water so we would go we would shower me and my mom and my sister would make the walk go over there we would take showers and then we would kick it with them and then like spend time eat dinner or whatever and then they would drop us back off so that's the story behind the trailer man it was a it was a time in my life and my sister's life and my mother's life that you know we were we felt pretty low but at the same time it, we didn't feel low actually let me rephrase that we didn't feel low but it was a low point in our life but at the same time it was a it was a highlight because we were our bond got so tight we were just we were all we had we had no tv we would walk to the dollar or a family dollar to buy batteries for this little boom box that would drain the fucking batteries after like 30 minutes 45 minutes of using the shit so we were just in there just sitting in there talking laughing joking and it was it, they were great times though the great it was great a great quality time that we spent my mother and my sister and i under some sad conditions and some sad circumstances but I, it made us and it brought us real close so like that's why looking back it's just like to me it's like i, I always told myself i would never go back there never go back there but i don't know i was i was eager and i was lightweight excited to take my daughters back and to go back to see how it was and uh that's what i did and when i did it so when i looped back around on the backside, there was a there was a car across the street in the driveway and, and i saw a person in it and I was like, oh, shoot, I know who that person is. So I looped back around and it was uh, <laughs> it was one of who I call my cool aunts. She was uh, one of the family members of 
the people, like I said, the family, a whole family lived on that block. There's one, two, three, three houses on one side, the trailer, and then two houses down next to the trailer. And all those houses were family members. It was the mother and the father. Then it was the brother. And then it was cousins across the street was one of the sons and then another cousin. So I ended up looping back around and ended up being one of the daughters. And I pulled up and I was like, hey, I was like, her name is Sue. I was like, Sue. I was like, you remember me? And she was looking in. She's like, and I said my name. She's like, holy shit. Oh, my God. But I was just talking about you a little while ago. Talking about, I wonder where he is. I wonder where he is. I wonder where his sister is, whatever, whatever. So uh, now that these people are older, they're older. And uh, she was saying that and she was crying. She's like, oh, my God. So I hopped out, gave her a hug, and she's calling people on the phone. She called her her niece who lived in the house next to the trailer to come out. And was like, yo, who is this? Just peep your head out the door to see who it is. And then uh, she did. Oh, she came outside. And she's like, oh, wow. and she said my name right off rip. And she's like, I, I know that face. I know the face. So then they were calling people. I was talking on the phone with people. They were taking pictures of me, sending, sending pictures to uh their other family members not believing that I was there so uh it was good it was a good experience man uh yeah it was a good experience man it was it was, I would say nostalgic but it was just like you know going through that and dealing with going through such a hard time there was times where we would just be outside on one of their front porches and just sitting there on some old country shit just a bunch of people would just pull up and we would just sit on the porch coking and joking bullshit and I was in high school too with these adults and it was just some country shit man but it was good times they were happy to see me they, like I said they were crying they took my number down and they were just excited they met my family so it was a all in all good experience from one to show my daughters what or the, the type of home I had to live in or what I had to deal with and meeting the people who helped with our uh, getting through living in that type of condition and you know it just it was just it was just a good experience all in all we left there and then got home and then yesterday I just I just kicked it chilled relaxed and uh you know didn't go back to work I had I had I took off until Tuesday, so uh, don't go back till Tuesday, or didn't go back till Tuesday, depending on when you listen to this, but uh, yeah, made sure I had some ample time to, to recoup, recharge, and that's uh, that's how it was, you know, I had to get my podcast and let y'all know, keep y'all updated on how how my weekend went down, man, so I, it's all in all good experience, good weekend, good weekend, but uh, yeah, that's it, man. <laughs> that's it for for my weekend and, and for the episode. You know what I mean? I'm, you know, shorter episode, but, you know, I'm trying to get guests on here. That's another thing. People aren't wanting to appear on podcasts anymore, on the podcast. You know what I mean? I've been doing this for three years. Motherfuckers, I would hit them up or inquiring about guests and people were, all, were for it. I don't know what it is nowadays. Like, people are not wanting to, to appear. So don't worry, though. I'm gonna have some guests on here, and I don't mean like people who are like co-hosts, like my boy uh, Vern or like my daughters. Those are co-hosts. I mean guests like 
people who are are going to are inquiring or informing us or educating us on whatever it is they're doing in that genre those type of guests i've been i've been blowing people up blowing them up but they haven't been getting back to me or they're saying nah so it's all good though we're gonna get some interesting guests trust me trust me but with that being said we're gonna wrap it up here y'all episode 59 thank y'all for listening make sure y'all rate the podcast five stars leave comments share follow subscribe the whole nine follow on instagram at yeah that podcast follow on tiktok at yeah that podcast did i say follow on instagram at yeah podcast if i did follow on instagram at yeah that podcast follow on tiktok at yeah that podcast and make sure you follow on youtube subscribe on youtube youtube.com slash west coast rob and you'll see shorts clips full episodes you'll get the audio versions of the podcast there's a couple of vlogs down there too i'm gonna be doing some more vlogs i'm gonna be i'm gonna i'm gonna get back on my youtube shit trust me trust me but until then thank y'all for tuning in thank y'all for listening i appreciate y'all so much for the support make sure y'all put your homies on tell them to fucking follow you know what i'm saying but Thank y'all for listening. I appreciate y'all so much. And until the next episode, it'll be episode 60. We're going to try to get a guess. You know what I'm saying? We're going to try to get a guess on this next one. But episode 59, it's the homie West Coast Rob signing out. Until the next episode. Yeah, that. The Yeah, That Podcast.